Oh, it's not working. I thought I had the music sussed tonight, everybody. But we're on air and I can't get the theme tune to play. I was playing the news perfectly successfully just now and trying it out. But now I can't get the theme tune. Anyway, it's me. Hello, Lucy. Good evening. It's me, Toby Payne-Cook, on air, on the Teachers Talk Radio. I'm awaiting Ed, my dear friend Ed Finch, to join me. And we will be broadcasting from Kent and Devon and pingity-ping-ping. I'm going to turn my pinging off. Um, anyway, there we go. Right. Um, Tom Rogers is in. Why can't I get my theme tune to play? I was just playing the music. Good evening, Tom. Um, but I had the news on and I was just checking it all out and everything was working and now I couldn't get the theme tune to play. So poor Tom, I know he loves the theme tune. Anyway, it's Wednesday evening, it's just after nine o'clock and it is time for the Late Late Show with Toby and just ref try refreshing the old browser. That How do I do that? Refresh it really, whilst I'm broadcasting, Tom. So I don't, I'm confused. I worry about, worry about refreshing the old browser. Just. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, oh, and Ed wants to join now. Sorry, so professional. Good evening, Ed. Good evening. I couldn't find what? Teachers Talk Radio. I was using the search function and it didn't want to know. Right. I was panicking, if I'm honest, because I didn't want to leave you by yourself because I know that your sheet's <laughs> to the wind, aren't you? Um, <laughs> I don't know if people are going to mention that. I'm going to mention it in a minute. But first of all, Ed, I am going to try yeah. because Tom has been communicating with me via the chat. Tom Rogers, CEO of Teachers Talk Radio um, and all round, you know, large Twitter presence on this stuff. He's told me to refresh the browser, which I've just done. So I'm going to play okay. our theme tune and you are going to do the talking in the gap instead of me right. for a change. Here we go. Is that Okay. Oh, it's still not working. What a ferret. Oh, and I was going to be so impressive as well. I was going to sound professional, polished. I've just what got the spinny to... circle of death. You know, when of you, death. you know when you get the spinny um, circle of death? Um, oh, well, I'll try refreshing the browser well, I mean, again. Maybe we should, uh, you know, create our own music, as we always do, you know, in a way. Not in a creepy <laughs> way. I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea, but... Um... You know, um, no. anyway, Ed, it, it's been a very long time. Guitar. You're playing the electric guitar. Are you going to open with some music? Well, only because you can't get the steam tune working. I wasn't going to, but I feel like I have to now. Yeah, go on then. Right, hang on a second. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most professional show we've done yet, isn't it? It is. What sort of sound would you like, Toby? Uh, a lot, lots of lots of reverb, I think tonight, and some gain. Load just loads of just 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 put it through a rat, a rat effects pedal, like Graham Coxon does on song two. Well, I'll I'll try that then. Oh, oh, hang on a second. Let's see what is, is this to your liking. Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, all right. Um, it's not technically very educational, is it? No. Welcome to Teachers Talk Radio by Toby and Ed. I mean, was that the sort of thing you were thinking of? No. Anyway, right, come on and let's be serious. Okay, we've got we've got some people in the house. Yeah, I'll we've got turn it off, shall I? Stop it, turn it off. <laughs> Tommy, we, we can come back to it later. Maybe we could come back to that later, I don't know. <laughs> 
maybe we could. So um, it's been a while. My daughters have been doing GCSEs and A levels, and I haven't yeah. felt that I wanted to sort of. Have your daughters the... finished their GCSEs? They have early on because Anna, um, yeah. most of Anna finished her GCSEs today with oh, paper. Well done, Anna. Paper two or paper three foundation mm. maths GCSE. She's only done yeah. the foundation maths. So um, was that right? Was that today? I think it was. And well, she's yeah. only done foundation science as well. So that mm-hmm. means she, most of her friends have still got, I think the physics is the last one, whether you're doing combined science or, or um, right. trilogy or triple or whatever is, is on the something like the 16th of June, I think. So yeah, Anna's finished today. And Gemma finished her A-levels on Monday. She did art, so that was kind of done and dusted a bit earlier, and uh, economics and psychology. And she finished off with two papers, and she gets 25% extra time, Gemma. Mm. So she had a nightmare day on Monday because, you know, two long extended exams with lots of writing in them. Yeah, First day back after half term, she, she lost her rhythm. Yeah, for a lot of children, the extra twenty five percent is not a bonus. It's uh, it's it's hard. They're already having a hard time concentrating. I mean, yes, they've mm. probably got rest breaks depending on, you know, the situation and whether the school bothered to uh, <laughs> apply for the the reasonable adjustments. Some some schools yeah. don't get around to it. We find, um, but yeah, I was like with working with children. Like I've been doing key stage two Sats, and those children who get the extra 25%, they haven't got a lot left in the bank when they get to it, you know? No, so no, exactly. Aim to finish it in time, and that 25% there is maybe just there as a buffer if you need it. But Well, it's, it's, it's sort of, I mean, I think Gemma's, been, Gemma's amazed me, actually, I have to say, with her A-levels. She's, she's worked very, very, very hard indeed. I wouldn't say Anna's worked especially hard for her GCSEs, um, and, and, and nor did Gemma when she did her GCSEs either, I think. I think Anna's the sort of third child syndrome um, and an academic mm. study isn't really her thing. But she's mm. she's great. She's going to really enjoy her art, photography and media studies A-levels. She's going to I be in her element. I love that. Can I yeah. go back in time and do that? What did I do? I did biology, geography and English literature. Yeah, if I that's a good conversation, over, isn't it? I would make different choices, let me tell you. What would you do? So you did biology, geography and English literature, quite heavy yeah. on the old writing, very heavy on the facts. Um, mm. And what what would you do if you had to choose three now? What would you do? I would love... I listen to... Um, do you listen to the Thinking Aloud programme on BBC, uh, BBC Radio 4? I think it's on... Um, I listen to it as a podcast on BBC yeah. Sounds, and I, it's a sociology program, and it's endlessly fascinating. I wish I had known that such a thing as sociology existed. Um, yes, you're I very social policy. You're very egalitarian yeah, and, and into well, I that. I love that, but I also wish I could have, uh, you know, gone into the arts, you know? Yeah. Maybe if I had my A-levels over, I, again... Well, you see, you wouldn't, because if you had your A-levels over again, you'd have a... Uh, person in your school who was giving you good advice saying you need to do sensible uh a levels which will maximize your opportunities at a degree level and you must do maths because it's a gateway a level and uh universities mm. will take it very seriously and if you do sociology and contemporary dance they're not going to take that very seriously so you won't get shortlisted um is what they would say yeah, but it depends what you, it depends who you are doesn't it the whole thing's a farce because the whole thing you know, is a farce <laughs> no, I, I did go to university, and I'm glad I did. So I had a good time. Well, you're a, a very intelligent man, Ed, as well. So I think I the think, thing is, I think, I think, 
but I'm also, you know, I am obviously everybody knows I'm hilariously, uh, you know, intelligent, but I'm also a white middle class person, you know. I sort of I think, you know, I wonder if I hadn't had that privilege, yeah, I could have been as brainy as you like. I wonder what I'd be doing now. Would I have sort of ended up in the same neck of the woods or well, not? I don't know. some of the, my most, um, one of my not not a contemporary of mine, but a, 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 the younger brother of a contemporary of mine from university. So my friend Ben from university, who actually did sociology degree mm. at Kingston Polytechnic turned university, and he's he's now quite into his social policy social pol- policy and really into libraries and i don't know i don't, I don't mm-hmm. he's one of, does one of those jobs that i don't really tries to explain it to me what he does and i don't sort of he's sort of a civil servant but he sort of works for camden council he sort of works for, i don't know what he does exactly um but he's he's really smart and engaging and interesting but his younger brother simon who i met at glastonbury 1994 when we went to glastonbury is perhaps the sharpest quickest mind I've met, but he was, Simon was really badly dyslexic at, at school. And he was at, at, you know, went to secondary modern in Gravesend. Ben went to Gravesend grammar. Um, and Simon just was, you know, labeled as being thick and, and had a rough time at school and, and ended up hating authority and hating authority so much that he moved to America, but Colorado, not, not, um, not Texas or wherever. I don't know where, where, which is a tough state and which is a liberal state, but I think Colorado is about as liberal as it gets, isn't it? Um, anyway, but he, um, he absolutely, you know, such a quick mind, but you know, he's got very few qualifications and very, very few, um, academic, you know, credentials really, but, but yet, you know, is sharp. I always talk, I often talk about this at school, um, about the difference between, we, I think we've had a conversation about it. Maybe it's one of our greatest hits. Um, <laughs> that, the the the, you know, the difference between clever and smart. You know, yes. clever clever yeah. serves you very well in school. Clever's the ability to remember facts, the ability to sort of conform and write an essay and and structure things how your teachers tell you to do it. And I, I think clever is is you know you've probably got a really good memory, you've got good processing speed. And you're quite compliant, and you're quite conscientious, and you therefore achieve well, and you get good grades. But once you're freed from that relatively spoon-fed environment, you can flounder. You know, a clever person in the in the real world outside school can sometimes flounder because they they may only be clever because they've they're good at conforming to the system. And whereas a smart person, I think, you know often can really struggle and suffer in school because they're just quicker witted than their teachers basically um, and they're just gonna they're just gonna see it for what it is and they're just gonna try and have a bit of fun with it and see how far they can push it and they find you know maybe maybe if they're smart but with with dyslexia or something like that they're gonna find the convention of, of written and tests and exams challenging and so they just sort of you know kind of laugh yeah, they're certainly true, isn't it? Yeah, you know, everything in life has a season, and like you know, when you're going through your GCSEs, learn what's on the spec. Listen to the teacher when they tell you how to answer a three mark question and a four mark question. You exactly, know? that's what gets you through to the next bit of the journey. You know, and then and I suppose it's smart line, to kind of actually... play the game. I suppose. I suppose yeah. if you're, you it's not very it, smart it, to put two fingers up to the system. I don't know, when you get to university, hopefully you can unleash a little bit of it, but not in every course. You know, a lot of courses, kids go to university and they go, yeah, do you know what? I sit in class, they tell me what to write, I get to the exam, I write it. I think I so. I, 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 I love like that, aren't they, honestly? And, you know, 
if we were bring it back to education at the moment we're going through a time when there's a lot of weight in the uh, teaching profession to do it by the book and there's this book that will tell you how to do it and we'll pick up this curriculum off the shelf and stuff and um if you want to prosper in the teaching profession at the moment it's not a great time for a creative no maverick really no, isn't well Certainly not in the in, 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 like, not oh, in the I state read a book sector. which told me how to teach. Yeah. I will follow it to the letter. Mm. Yeah. But that's that's surely gonna change because I think from so far as I understand, a lot of universities now, um in it's I don't know about the think the sciences are probably still relatively fact heavy and the freedom to be sort of creative freedom probably doesn't really kick in until the undergraduate level, certainly. Yeah. At undergraduate yeah. level, yeah. You post you know, post postgrad level and, and in industry. So, is, is very creative but but it's not very creative at undergraduate level i, I agree it's, it's, no no i but, think it's a real shame you know i think uh, young people get to university and they think now at last i will be able to unleash my creativity and i think in an awful lot of degrees that isn't remotely what's going on you know no not no but i do understand but i do understand that in, i think in a lot of the humanities and stuff they have a lot of open book exams now and or yeah. open book essays or they don't actually have exams they just have sort of essay coursework and and stuff and and that's that's sort of more in keeping isn't it with the chat gpt ai thing you know that that the universities are a little bit closer to the um uh, what's the word uh, the zeitgeist, 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 in a way. Whereas we've got our heads in the sand in in education about that. I mean, because you know, I, I appreciate the arguments of the of the pure traditionalists that yes, you've got to have some facts in your head, you've got to have some knowledge in your head before you can hook more stuff onto it. Of course, you can't you can't really teach an empty vessel. You know, you could only te- you can only add on to 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 a sort of partially filled vessel. I suppose I get that. But equally, you know, we we have got technology now that can answer, you know, a start a question in the style of a sixteen year old on the causes of the First World War or whatever it is, you know, and 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 so it, it, it doesn't seem to be making sense to be basically using school as a memory test, really, which is what it is, isn't it, really? Yeah, well, that you know, yeah, I agree. I don't know how you assess it. That's the problem. It's more that's the, that's the, the problem. We've become. But you could say you could say, and this is where my idealism, you know, uh, which is very dormant at the moment, I have to say. But my idealism is that, you know, assessments perhaps almost it's a really sacrilegious thing to say, or, or her- heretical heretical thing to say as a as a teacher. But perhaps assessment is the problem. You know, the fact that we have become obsessed about assessing people and and finding out where they're at, rather than you know, educating them. You know, education is is a sort of journey, isn't it? And it's it's about it's about well, how do you... it often is there uh, the tail wagging the dog, isn't it? You know, yeah, that's often, it. Often it is. But you know, there you anyway, go. That's the game. That's the game you're in there, tapes. You know, that's the game, it's a game you're in. I'm in. Gotta, game I'm committed play, to be in. Play the game, or you know, find a new game. That's uh... well, that's it. That's it. And I think I think I, I I was thinking about this earlier on today before we we did our because we're we're gonna. Uh, you know, in case anyone's not picked up on it on on the Twitter, and um, I think we're gonna we're gonna pause um, at the end of this term and and um, and not continue with the show for for a while. Um, oh that's word. slightly selfish and slightly indulgent on my part, but I think I think we've we've probably we've probably done all we can with it without. <laughs> um, I think, in a way, 
Um, but I, I, I don't know I, that I've explored the fully range, explored the range of noises I can get out of that uh, guitar amp. <laughs> um, or have I? Have I? Have I we, hang on. We might have to do a special on that one. Oh, I haven't heard the sound effect. Yeah, the cheesy sound effect. So have we gone far enough down that road? Don't need that one. I was teaching the children how to make this. Teachers of who've ever taught computing for key stage two will know this. I was teaching children how to make a, a maze game in Scratch this afternoon, and they discovered the sounds menu. Oh, dear. oh word! The habit. Oh, they were recording God. themselves and then speeding it up and playing it backwards. And I was like, "Well, I'm sure we could tick off quite a lot of learning objectives here if we're in the mood." But my word, stop that noise! Yeah. Stop that noise! <laughs> Yeah, uh, so I think, but we're gonna we're gonna because because I'm I'm I've sort of had a lobotomy really since since getting my new job for September. I am I'm misbehaving a bit at the moment. That's what I've been doing this evening. Not so much the three quarters of the bottle of wine that I've drunk, but more so a a, a newly set up today um, WhatsApp group um, with some of my colleagues at, at my current school because um, I've been shopping today. It's my Wednesday's my day off. Um, in September, I'll be working five and a half days a week, Saturday mornings as well. Five and a half. And um, I will have some freeze in, 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 you know, to compensate for the extra, extra Saturday morning. Um, and um, but uh, I, I, um, blah 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 blah. I've been to buy. I'm, I'm quite a big guy, and I'm out of shape. And I figured that that um, I to lose the weight to fit into my kind of current suits. That I own the two suits that I own, um, it, they're a bit tight. They're a bit tight, and I thought, you know what? It's not realistic. I, I could swim at Bucks Mills every morning in the summer when I'm down in Devon, but it's not. It's not going to make me lose weight because I still like cheese too much. And um, so I've bought some new suits today. I've been shopping. Yeah. I've been to buy my new wardrobe. I bought two new suits today and some uh, shirts, and and I've bought a few ties. I'm kind of anti the tie. I prefer a floral shirt, an open neck collar, but. Um, you know, I'm going to be working at a senior school, a senior secondary school, um, a senior independent school, and and the kids wear ties. Well, the boys wear ties, and um, yeah, you know. So I've kind of, kind of, I've got to conform. And then, and you know, I've spent quite a large amount of the last two, three, four years pushing boundaries and, and challenging the system. And and actually, you know, I've decided that yes, that's at my core, that's still who I am, but. Ultimately, I need a job. I need to enjoy my job. I need to feel valued. Mm -hmm. I need to. I need to respect the rules and regulations of that employer, and um, and conform to it. And so, so I've had a bit of a lobotomy about all this educational idealism in the last few few oh, weeks yeah. and months because you know ultimately, I, I really enjoy teaching, and I'm looking forward to teaching in a different school because it'll be a really exciting, you know, to find out. You know whether because I've only had really the experience of teaching in one school for nine years and 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 two schools briefly on placement in in on my PGCE um, and, and lots of school visits when I was a Pfizer scientist. You know, as a, but that's very different. You know, than going as a volunteer, so it's it's going to be good, and I'm very excited about that. But I realise that I'm going to have to work quite a lot harder than I am right now because one, I'm only working four days a week, and two, I've got a bit stale, and you know, I need a yeah. fresh start and a fresh. And so I'm being a bit naughty, but also particularly today or in the last few days, um, I probably shouldn't say too much about it, but I'm going to because I don't, I'm not too worried about it. Um, 
I was actually on break duty on Monday morning when we had our sort of staff briefing meeting. So Monday morning break, there's a, there's a, there's a staff briefing um, meeting for the week. And I, so I wasn't in that because I was on rota on, on break duty um, during it. But um, there was a lot of seething, annoyed people afterwards as the, the, um, the head decided to sort of pick a bit of a fight with the staff on professional attire. Oh, yes. And, and I think that's a bit of a weird timing, really, because we've just had a really good inspection result. A really, yeah. really, really, really good The lack of toys result. was not mentioned as a limiting factor in the school's um, development. And we've just, you know, and we've just, we're fairly buoyant as a staff body after that. And, and you know, it's got all his staffing sorted out for September. And, and I just don't know why, you know, it, it, it's, it's, not, it's not no ties. I'm, I, a no tie is okay with a jacket. Apparently, that's fine. So I'm, I'm all right. I'm good. It's, it's the pumps for for f- female colleagues. So they might be wearing quite a smart dress, right? And they might be wearing a matching pair of pumps. But because those pumps are basically trainers, don't want trainers. They don't. Want, he doesn't want people wearing trainers. We've got a bit scruffy. And so some of my female colleagues are really incensed by this. These really, are very really. smart pumps that I pay yeah. good money for. Exactly. And they look smart. They they look stylish, you know. They might not look judging that. It's just judging that. It's just a bit weird, you know. No, it's insane. So 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 I weirdest day fixes on this, don't they? Oh well the teacher the parents aren't gonna respect you if you don't wear a Hawaiian shirt and a pair of shades. Oh opening something, Ed. Is that a can of Coke? Um it's a similar colour. Um, no, so I think um, so. So we, I started a WhatsApp because one one of my colleagues, one of my male colleagues, was held up as an exemplar because he wears was a it? suit. Every, he wears a suit every day, and he's, he's he's lovely. He's lovely, lovely. He's one of the loveliest people you could meet. He's our head of geography. He's our um, organising the Leavers program. He's a great guy. He's a year eight tutor, and he is a great, great guy. Um, but he always looks very, very smart. He's tall, he's thin, he's dark, he's handsome, he's everything I'm not. Um, he's um, and he always wears a nice, you know, dark suit or a navy suit. Um, normally a white shirt, normally a fairly plain tie, a little bit Gordon Brown, um, you know, in 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 that sort of um, sense. Um, but he's he's an exemplar of, of you know how we should look in an independent school and i when i first started i did wear a suit and i will be wearing a suit but i've i've got a bit big i've outgrown my suit so i've gone a bit you know sort of slacks and and um jacket and shirt and i i look perfectly smart you know i don't think i'm i'm not but but also there's some people there's a lot of games sport at, at, at mm-hmm. schools at independent schools in the afternoon so colleagues of mine who who are involved in the games program, the sport program in the afternoon might be wearing their games kit, their school school branded games kit in the mornings whilst they're teaching. So that's also unacceptable, um, apparently. And so, so, but I just sent a note because I'm always very impressed by this colleague who's who's friend and colleague who looks so smart in his suit, and I always do that sort of, you know, Vic, Vic, and Bob um, on Shooting Stars. You know, all rekakakakaga that rubbing rubbing the inner thighs. You know when when John's looking good in his suit. Um, and so I'm going to try and outsuit him. My challenge now is now that I've got my new wardrobe for September is I'm going to try and outsuit the teacher's pet who's most smartly dressed colleague 
And um, and so I started a bit of a WhatsApp group banter with with some colleagues about this this evening, and um, it's been very very amusing. So that has got me a little bit high, more than the wine, I think, to be honest, Ed. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, there we go. Anyway, there you go. Um, yeah. Well, that, I mean, that, that was great for a program about professional attire and how we <laughs> define professionalism within uh, within the education sector. Which is a is a good chat, isn't it? It's a good chat for another it's day. It's not what we're it's meant to be chatting about. To talk about, Toby. What so, we no. agreed to talk about, and you did share this on the internet, so you can be held to it. Somebody's got to hold you to account, and if I don't, no one else will. <laughs> we were down to discuss love and uh, well, do you say sloth or sloth? I think I say sloth. Do you see? I'm sure when I was a child, sloth. the animal was a sloth. Sloth. I think the sin might have been sloth, but I'm sure that the animal was a sloth. Sloth bear. They are slow, aren't it's they? It's not a sloth slow. bear. You're right. It's a sloth, and you get sloth bears, don't but you? But young as well? people nowadays call it a sloth. Everything's changing. I'll be but fifty-two seven, next what, month. Of the seven deadly sins, it's yeah. sloth, not sloth. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, when when we're talking about sin, it's sloth, and when we're talking about uh, rainforest they're not bears are they what are they no there's a sloth they're, they're there's sloths. a sloth but the sloth is like a bit like a heart what it's a bit like a badgery thing isn't it it's a bit like a badger crossed with a cinnamon roll isn't it I think <laughs> more or less what it is um but yeah young people nowadays they're obsessed with them they have pencil cases in the shape of them and hot water bottles and like lunch boxes all sorts um I think if they met one in real life, they might be rather disappointed. I don't think they are the most charismatic of creatures. Um, but uh, I'm, and they go, look, it's a sloth. And I say, it isn't. It's a sloth. And they look at me as if I'm insane. I'm, I mean, I may well be. There's no point arguing about it. But I think in this matter, I'm correct. No, you are correct. I'm, 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 I'm willing. I'm going with you. I'm going with you. But, but you, just to clarify, I mean, as a theme for a radio show, which is why yeah. I've sort of been a little indulgent in, in my in my long as a theme for a radio show which is supposed to be somehow linked to teaching. Oh, seven deadly sins. Are you? Yeah. Which was your idea? It was your idea, Ed, and I like it. I well, think it's I think brilliant. We've got seven shows up as left. More than it was. I think it was a response. Uh <laughs> It was a response. Let's do the seven deadly we sins. Will, over the next seven weeks, friends of the radio, we will be uh, exploring each of the seven deadly sins as it relates to our shared interest in the education sector. I suggested we start off with sloth because I know a lot of very slothful teachers. <laughs> and, but and then I've why do you, you threw in love as well? So love is, 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 is the counter to sloth, is it? Is that, is that the idea? I thought we could have seven deadly sins, and I yeah. tried to remember what they were. I don't think I, I said, let's just do that now. Seven deadly sins, what are they? What are, what are they? There's sloth. Let's alternate. Go, you go sloth. I go sloth. wrath. I go wrath. lust. Lust. Oh, you've got yeah. lust. I'm going to go greed. Oh, I'll go um, microwaving fish <laughs> in, in the staff room. Um, is that one of should be no it's not <laughs> all right i must have misread it hang on what uh, have we done we let's just get them get, get the list straight we've done sloth we've done wrath or wrath which is it yeah wrath. Uh, i did that I, I did lust um i'll you give did you lust. Uh, i did greed we've got three more ed 
I think, okay, gluttony. Envy. Uh, pride. Yes, that's it. We, Is yes. that it? That's, that's pride, all seven. Pride, greed, wrath, envy, lust, gluttony and sloth. I don't know which wrath, of those are most common wrath. in the, uh, do you say wrath? Grapes wrath. of wrath. wrath. You don't say grapes of wrath, do you? Wrath. Um, yeah, grapes of wrath. Uh, so uh, within our teaching profession, pride, well, very much goes before a fall, doesn't it? We'll, 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 there'll be lots to talk about when we, we get to pride. We can't talk about pride today, Ed. Pride's not on no, the no, agenda today. No, I'm just today. thinking when we get to pride, that'll be a good one. That will be Greed, a good one. Yeah, Wrath, yeah, absolutely. Envy, oh, for my goodness sake, there's a lot of envy. There's an awful lot of envious teachers, isn't there? Yes. Lust. It, that might be an awkward one. It might be an awkward one, but let's try and unpick it because I think there's I yeah. think that's 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 integral to human life. Okay. And, and gluttony, well, yeah, a lot of gluttonous teachers. And so sloth. Let's let's try and defend the slothful teacher, because there's a lot of a lot of teachers who manage to get through their days, I notice, with the least possible effort. And uh, <laughs> is that sloth or is that wisdom? Uh, you can I, work damn well, hard in our profession. You can work incredibly hard and make very little more impact on the pupils under your care than if you had. I'll gone, tell you. I'll tell you. It's really good. So I think I, I'm going to say that it's harder to be in any profession, whether it's teaching or bench science or mm -hmm. project management or whatever. I think it's probably harder to be slothful or slothful or whatever the word is um is these slovenly these days right. than it was say 30 years ago when oh, we first started working goodness, yes so so you could uh, when i i don't you know uh, sorry zeneca agrochemicals part of astrazeneca for a while now part of now syngenta but i did work really hard when i was there from 1995 through to 2001 but definitely not all the time. There were some days which just went with banter and discussion about very many things that weren't really, you know, I had a colleague who used to come into work and put his lab coat on in the morning and just walk the corridors with his lab book, his lab notebook in his hand. And he would just walk around and he just looked like he was working, but he was doing nothing. And then I had another colleague it was called Lance, who came in and then spent 20 minutes on the loo upon arrival. And I said, Lance, what have you been doing? And he said, well, I'm not going to fucking shit it. I'm sorry, I've just sworn. Sorry, blanket out, bleep. Poop. I'm not going, going to poop on my own time. I'm not going to poop yeah. on my own time. Um, mm. and, and, and there's a lot of that that happened, but... And that probably happened everywhere. Well, very, very hard in the teaching profession, isn't it? It's, it, it's definitely hard. You don't get uh, quiet a day, but... I'll tell you what, when you're a class teacher with your own class, you do get days where you go, well, they've just got to finish off their um, non-chronological reports, basically, and it's going to take as long as it takes. They've had all the input. They've planned them, for heaven's sake. Basically, they need to crack on, and the less I do, the better. If I can mm. create a learning atmosphere where they crack on, then maybe sitting behind my desk is the way to do it. Once you come out of being a class teacher, and you, I mean, my next job after being a class teacher was doing the PPA all around the school so I taught every class in for half a day or a week or something like that 
and I never had a day that was not possible. Every day I had to reset the expectations, rebuild the challenge, rebuild the expect. You know, oh my yeah. word, that was that was never easy. And then I, you know, since I've stepped into headship, flipping it, there is no such thing as an easy day. I have not had an easy day. No. I haven't had a lunch break since I took the job on. You know, no. so if you're gonna be a little bit, if you're gonna be a little bit slothful, stay in the class. Have your own class. Train them yeah. early on, really hard in September and October, so they know how to do what they, what you need them to do. Yeah, you can buy yourself the, the odd twenty the minute on. nap, can't you? Yeah, you can buy yourself the odd yeah, twenty right, minute little nap. I trust it's... you, and I want you to get on with the learning. I'm going to yeah. have a little snooze here. I'll only be pretending. If yeah. there's any silliness, I'll be out of my chair. You're not pretending. You're actually snoozing. They don't yeah. know. But if only if you've trained them well enough. But yeah, I think is, I think no, it's, so, it's I mean that's smart, isn't it? That's if you, if you are that teacher, and I suspect mm. you were probably smart enough and capable enough to be that teacher, or uh, in a way. Um, and mm-hmm. I'm not. So, I don't think I'm smart enough to do that. You know. So oh. I think I'm I'm a busy, busy teacher. I don't I don't really I get I, I don't you know. For example, you know I. In my school that I'm in now, it's going to be different next year. But, you know, we have one science lab and I'm pretty much the only teacher that teaches in there, really. And so mm-hmm. it's it's my my domain. I don't have to keep it tidy for any other teachers. I don't have to. And 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 so but, you know, really, if I have a one hour science lesson and we're doing something practical or, or, or involving moving around the classroom or something, you know, like whatever it is, um, you know the last five minutes, or the or, or the penultimate five minutes, perhaps before doing the plenary or the wrap up or the summary or the setting the homework or whatever it is. Um, you know, really ought to be the children tidying up their own mess. You know, but but I'm too enthusiastic about my subject, so I I just keep going. You know, like if we're having a good discussion or they're collecting good data or they're doing, you know, then I'm just going to keep it going to the end and then then the mess is left for me and I don't have a science technician. So, so the mess is left for me or, or the cleaner, poor bless her soul to, to sort out really. And, and that's not good, you know, so I'm not, I'm not a natural born, you know, instead of, you know, I want to teach for 57 minutes. I don't want to teach for sort of 49 minutes, you know, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, and so I'm, I'm kind of busy, but I think, and I'm just naturally got this sort of energy. So I'm, and I'm, I'm very happy to, organize and initiatives and do different things and anything that's slightly out of the ordinary I'll put my hand up and volunteer to help out with and and get stuck in because I like I like variety and things whereas there are I you know I yeah definitely have colleagues who are just you know some are smart in in terms of their organization of their time and use of the children to do their their dirty work basically um others are frankly bone idle you know <laughs> and, and they they will just do the bare minimum and um you know uh, yeah and, and and but you know they don't they, it's quite hard for them to hide in the system these days and and they're often really nice people and they're often reasonably good teachers but but they're not they're not sort of dynamic and they're not they're not great team players a lot of the time and so mm. So they tend to get sort of sifted out a little bit and and a bit bit um, 
uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. But but the, 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 this topic of sloth or sloth sort of links to the the my long waffle about dress and and tidiness, you know, because I think you can have the odd teacher who's in their rug boots and their sort of leggings and 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 not not looking professional and that that's sort of a bit linked to the sloth thing isn't it you know i think i'm not suggesting that people should be wearing a a, a suit or 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 a you know power dressing in in a primary classroom certainly not heaven forbid but but equally um there's a you know what we wear and how we behave tends to um sort of shape our mood and and people's perception of us doesn't it mm. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it does. I guess it does. I mean, I don't think any child that I ever taught thought I was a better or a worse teacher if I was got a pair a of Converse All Stars on, with no. a collar or a tie. And I don't honestly think the parents did either. Honestly, a bit, honestly, no. But However, the independent sector is a bit weird like that. So, oh well, it, I get it. I bet it is. Yeah, it, but, but not I mean, all the independent sector. sector is. You know, I, mean, I think every time we mention the independent sector, we have to remember that how astonishingly diverse that sector is. You know, there's these yes. teeny little, funny little settings which cater for kids who aren't coping too well in mainstream classrooms. Absolutely. And, uh, there's um, that, and, got and then, you know, there's Eton at the other end, and there's You've got Eton, everything. Which is wearing there's... its tails, and then B-Dales, which is calling teachers by their first name and wearing their own clothes and, and you know, is, is, is very sort of, you know, quite hippie, really. Um, mm. You've got a real spread. You've got a real spread. You're You've right. You've got an amazing but, but... spread. So we people think of the private sector the independent sector and they, they immediately jump to conclusion that we're talking about repton don't they but um we generally mm. aren't unless we are so yeah. but, listen so this this fashion at the moment for scripted lessons and you know an oak academy doing what it was designed to do by stealth you know and all of this business i think is you know our great worry is at least my great worry is that this is a way of deprofessionalizing and saying well do you know what actually we've got wonderful scripts that have been trialed and proven to be brilliant and as a result we can give them to an hlta or a, you know or a parent volunteer and they will all be blooming marvelous script there so mm. the great the great worry is that that's actually the the undercurrent of it so we don't actually need a profession really we can we've now cracked teaching so well that we can teach, you know, an AI or a monkey how to do it. Um, my other point of worry about it, you can go, well, if I can, if the government is saying I can just pick up a lesson plan from, from Oak and show them the video and then hand them the, uh, the, the worksheet, then is that not playing into some teachers who have an inclination to be a bit lazy? Will, will, will that not slide that way? You know, because you're actually mm. being told that's the wisest thing to do, you know, why would you stay up till midnight making amazing resources and planning wonderful lessons and learning experiences for your children when actually quite a undercurrent in the current, not even an undercurrent, quite a overcurrent in the current system is saying, no, you know, this school has made brilliant booklets and there's a wonderful scripted lesson plan and, and there's the slides on the drive. So please don't work at making your practice better. Just do it exactly as we've been told. They seem to be asking for a slothful professional, at least risking it. Do you not think? Oh well, totally. I think I think so. I I don't know what the, I don't think. 
I don't think there's a cunning plan here. I think there is a pl- cunning plan to reduce the amount of money the government has to spend on education to the bare minimum. Mm. I think there's that cunning plan, but I don't think there's a cunning plan to sort of deprofessionalize the the profession. I, I think I think it's yeah. just a cost model that's 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 a bit flawed really but, but it certainly I, goes that way doesn't it I mean, but it I, does go that way yeah, so whether I, there is a cunning plan you know you it's it's hard to imagine many of our current cabinet being all that cunning about anything really so you're probably right um but certainly we want to we want to cut the corner save the money Here's yeah so it does it does encourage it does encourage a sort of it, what what yeah it, it, i get really annoyed about it but but you know i'm not in the in the sort of i'm not in the state sector so the independent sector still values I mean, it's a rubbish word, but still values passion. Um, I've just seen the word Mrs. P's just written the word passion down on 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 the in the chat. And um, hello, by the way, Mrs. P. And um, and so I think I think that that most parents who are engaged in the education of their children, and most children who are engaged in their education, and most. Um, Teachers who believe in education rather than just schooling, because the two things are different, um, probably, um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a big believer that it is it, it, what it, what it should be about is all about relationships and opening minds and exciting people and and you know not every minute of the day. Sometimes you've got to grind out a few algebraic equations or whatever. But but you know uh, you know but but most. But there's got to be an energy about it and and not just a sort of right turn to page 64 and, and read that and then answer those questions or or write me an essay you know on this because I, I just think it's all a bit the whole thing's a bit um hello ollie is back from football he has just walked through um and um you know there just tends to be a bit too much yeah but that's that's the way it is at the moment but it's, there's no way it's going to be like that in 20 years' time, you know. It's, it's, it's a short-term situation. You know, once, once AI really does take over the world, which it really is doing on a, on a scaringly fast pace, uh, um, then um, education is going to have to change markedly because, you know, we're still trapped, stuck in this sort of memory test, um, regurge, you know, measuring everyone by their success in exams. Um when when actually the the adult world the professional world the, the the you know the world full of ai and computers doesn't really work like that anymore so so we're we're sort of propping up a system that's that's dead and 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 you know because we're too scared about about you know the future probably i don't know so so yes I, it I does know. seem to be encouraging a slightly slothful unimaginative approach to classroom teaching at the moment now listen good thoughts at 9.42, do you not feel it's time for the news? Because when we come back from the news, we're only going to have about 10 minutes left to talk about to love. To talk about love, yeah. Love yes, it is time for the news, if I can get them to get it to play. It's time for the news, everybody. But uh, something's going on. I'm going to try and refresh my browser again, as that's what Tom tells me to do. So if I lose you, everybody, I haven't lost you. We're still live. You haven't lost us. Okay. Um, and now I'm going to try and play the news. It's time for a fresh start to language learning. 
Pearson Edexcel's new student-centered French, German and Spanish 2024 GCSEs cater to the needs of all learners, regardless of their background, ability or reason for studying. Rooted in learned language knowledge, their assessments are transparent and accessible, allowing all students to showcase their language skills. Through inclusive and relatable content, the new Pearson Edexcel MFL GCSEs build a shared cultural capital that helps students develop an understanding of and appreciation for the wider world. Find out more at go.pearson.com forward slash MFL GCSE 24. This programme has been brought to you by The Happy Confident Company. Our clinically approved, ready-to-go, well-being and mental health programme will help your pupils thrive. In only 10 minutes a day, you'll be able to deliver social and emotional learning and well-being tools throughout your school. To find out more, visit us at www.happyconfident.com. This is Teachers Talk Radio. And this is Teachers Talk Radio News. The Guardian covers news about the downturn in the numbers of pupils choosing languages and creative arts subjects at GCSE and A-level. The article quotes provisional figures for England which suggests the exam entries for languages such as German, French and Spanish have fallen at A-level by as much as 17%. GCSE entries have stayed broadly the same. The article goes on to contrast this with the rise in A-level entries for computing by 15% on last year and a 12% increase at GCSE. Business studies is also increasingly popular at GCSE. Data from Ofqual suggests that entries for A-level and GCSEs are on the rise, but that not all subjects are seeing the benefit. Performing arts subjects are also seeing a reduction in numbers at A-level and GCSE as are those in the area of art and design. The move to more vocational style subjects has been welcomed by some, but has caused others to worry about the loss of creativity for the next generation. Schools Week reports on Capita, the outsourcing company paid to run SATs, and its decision to increase workload for those it employs to mark. Technical issues have already caused a delay to marking, with some not able to access necessary training. Now teachers say the rates they are paid are also being slashed. Rate cards show how those marking some SATs papers could receive as little as 2p per segment, down from 6 pence last year. And whilst the overall fee this year is likely to be similar to last, the number of responses markers are expected to mark has increased by over 50%. It is feared that this could lead to rushed marking, which may then lead to errors. Some critics also predict teachers walking away, leaving a backlog of unmarked tests. The deadline to return marks to schools is in July. TES reveals the names of those appointed to the expert panel to review relationships in sex education, known as RSE, and the health education curriculum. The guidance will be published for consultation in the autumn. The five members of the panel were appointed after Education Secretary Gillian Keegan wrote to schools in March to ensure they were complying with their legal obligations to publish their RSE approach and share curriculum materials with parents. The government has been criticised for taking too long to issue guidance amid concerns schools and teachers felt left in limbo. The panel members are Professor Dame Leslie Regan, 
Professor of Obstetrics and Gynaecology and Women's Health Ambassador. Sir Hamid Patel, CEO of Star Academies. Helena Brothwell, Regional Director of School Improvement for David Ross Academies Trust. And Alistair Henderson, a barrister specialising public law, human rights and equality law. The final panel member is Isabel Trowler, Chief Social Worker for Children and Families in England. Finally, vaping continues to make the news with ministers stating they want schools to be part of the crackdown. The Chief Medical Officer for England, Professor Sir Chris Whitty, however, probably summed up the key messages best in an article for The Times. He said, if you smoke, vaping is much safer. If you don't smoke, don't vape. He goes on to say that companies trying to addict children for profit are behaving in a shameful way because we do not know the long-term effects of many vaping clients. The government also announced that the issue of vaping would be added to its review of RSHE curriculum. However, some have already criticised the information provided by government so far as lacking depth and detail. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, this week I'm going to take a look at report writing. I'll ask the burning question, can chat GPT write my school reports? Yes, I know there are other AIs out there, but this is the most well known. Before I start, just give me a yes or no in your head. Will it be able to? So, first up, I blatantly asked it, can you write school reports? And ChatGPT said, certainly, I can help you write the school report. Please provide me with the topic or subject of the report, along with any specific guidelines or requirements you have been given. Additionally, provide me with any relevant information or key points you'd like me to include in the report. Okay then. I said, James is good at history and weaker in maths than English. This generated a 961-word report. Here is the opening paragraph. In this report, we will explore James's academic strengths and areas for improvement in different subjects. James demonstrates a strong aptitude for history while he faces challenges in mathematics when compared to his proficiency in English. In conclusion, James exhibits a strong aptitude for history, showcasing a profound understanding of historical concepts and critical thinking skills. His performance in English is commendable, with excellent written and verbal communication skills. However, James faces challenges in mathematics, particularly in problem-solving and advanced mathematical reasoning. By providing him with the necessary support, encouragement and resources, we can help James strengthen his mathematical abilities and achieve a more balanced academic profile. <laughs> oh, wow. Right, so what if I get even lazier? I typed, write a primary school report for Tom. This produced a 477-word report covering English, math, science, social studies, personal and social development, resilience and perseverance, responsibility and organisation, finishing with an area for development being handwriting. ChatGPT doesn't half know what Tom is like. My conclusion, given enough information, it could give you a decent report. However, it'd work best as a proofreader slash tidier upper. Give it a brief report and ask it to make it look more professional or ask it to write the same report in five different ways. Letting ChatGPT give you the vocabulary will save you time. Just remember that it uses American spellings. Quite frankly, I was quite blown away by what was produced. This is definitely a time saver when you're trying to say the same thing in different ways. Do you use AI to help you with anything? Let us know at TT Radio Official. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. And back in the room, I was just communicating with Lucy in the chat 
um, who's Lucy's expressed some disappointment that um, we haven't linked love and pride together, Ed, because some 80s reference is that love by the cult, the album and the song and um, pride, the song by you two, or is it more complicated than that? Oh, I'm not sure. Lucy that, needs right. to answer in the chat, which um, I was apologising that worry not about the sins to err can oft be fun. A little sloth is normal when the year is almost done. But please do not overindulge all seven sins. Is greed. Listen to Ed and Toby. You'll know love is all you need. Mrs P! Wow, that is lovely. What a lovely, lovely bit of Mrs P rhymage or... Um, hello, Ed, are you there? Ed, where have you gone? Have I lost Ed? I've cut Ed off. Am I here? Oh, you are there. Can you I can hear you, yes. Am I here? Yes, I can. Oh, well, that's all right then. I had to turn you off and on again. Um, Love and Pride is a song by King. Oh, King! Uh, it was briefly popular, I think, in... Yes. Oh, I've lost you again. Is it all me who's gone? No! Hello? Oh, technical hitches. I managed to refresh. I managed to refresh so that I could kind of listen to um, the, uh, we could all listen to the news. And now I'm going in and out. Ed, are you back? You're going in and out like a sailor on shore leave. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different one. That one's, that one's not. That's sure. lust. That's not love. Um, right, anyway. Am I still here now? Now let's. We've got about five minutes to talk about love. What would you like to say on the subject of love in just one minute without hesitation, deviation, or repetition? Love. Your time starts love now. Love makes the world go round. And that is particularly true in the teaching profession. If you are doing the job without love, you are soulless and heartless, and you should be working in business or politics instead. Love is a nebulous concept. I can't go any further now. Uh, hesitation. Hesitation. I'm sorry, you were doing so well. <laughs> and as your first time, we normally do give you the benefit of the doubt. But on that occasion, I think, think that was quite a significant hesitation. Do I don't think all teachers agree with this about love. I mean, I absolutely do. I think love is at the heart of everything we do, and I'm totally unashamed about using the word absolutely. love and saying, you know, love is at the heart of the school and it's at the core of everything we do. And when you're working with children, when you're a primary educator, I just don't see how it could not be. You know, I just don't understand. I've got a pupil at the moment who has come from a school where he'd had a really tough experience. He'd been out of the classroom almost all of the time, hadn't been allowed to go to assembly because he had a habit of calling out, had been made to believe that he was really not a proper member of that school, not a worthwhile person, and and, and just awful, self-esteem through the floor. And the parents, tragically, hadn't understood that this was a rubbish school doing a rubbish job. They just thought, that's how it is. He's not good, at, you know. He came into school and we said, hello, nice to meet you. What do you really like about school? He said, I can't do maths. <laughs> and like, that's all right. Lots of people find maths quite hard. What do you really like, though? What's your favourite bit? So I'm not very clever at writing. I'm like, my God, what's gone wrong yeah. here? 
So we're just loving that child, surrounded with calling the parents and saying, you would, we're so proud of his maths. He worked so hard. You should see his book. We're going to photocopy and send it home. You'll be amazed. We're so proud, yeah. you know, because that child had not been experiencing his previous school and as a result had a horrible time and had fallen out of education, which is like, okay, tell you what, the reading will come along, the writing will come along, the maths will come along, it'll all come along. But what has to start with is this child feeling they belong. And I guess when I say we show all our children love, what I mean is we show them all the right to belong as as them, you know, as who they are. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think love is, is central to what and we it, do. However, it I sort of flips overnight. Seen conversations so on the Twitters where people said, "Oh, I don't think it's about love. No, it's a job. I do my job as best as I can." But you know, it's not an emotional thing. I think I don't. Think it, you're it, right, it is. It I is. Think, it is a job, love. and but it's not it's a weird job i you know i've done jobs before i've done i mean i, I had a career in industry as, as a scientist that wasn't just a job you very rarely mentioned i know that. i know i know um, but but i've done jobs before you know working on a farm and and a lot of mm -hmm. the time in industry was a job as well you know they would they would it was yeah. but teaching's not just a job and 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 of course there are there is a school of thought which suggests that it should just be a job and we are too, and we'll come on to that when we talk about pride, I'm sure, you know, we, we, we do have this sort of martyrdom and this pride and we, we convert it into something else bigger than it probably really is and, and, and stuff. But, but I just can't see how you can, I, I, you know, you and I cut from a similar cloth in this regard. I, I just don't think how you can extract the sort of human condition from it really, you know? Um, and, and, and no. I think it's, it, it, that's, that's, that is the sadness with all the stuff we were talking about before, before the news about about um, you know scripted lessons and so forth, et cetera, et cetera. But no, love's an important part, but it does it does diminish as the children get older because well, one, it's quite hard even as a parent to love an adolescent, you know, um, and so so it, it's it's doubly hard as a teacher to to love an adolescent who's yeah. no, love, it, 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 it's not, is it? But love looks yeah, different. love looks different. So when I'm yeah, it look. When there's a little child who's three years old who sees me walking into the lunch hall, runs across because she needs the hug because she's seen Mr. Finch, mm. you know, and wants to tell me about her morning, that's uh, that's pretty hard not exactly. to I, I, have you know, those feelings of love that you have Next for a little year, child. Because I, I, even though I, yeah. I've not, never taught below year five in, in my current school, um, I, you know, my bread and butter has been year sort of six, seven and eight, really. Um, but I've taught a lot of year five as well. And and but I have run sort of after school clubs, you know, junior science clubs for year three and four. And I do on a Friday afternoon, you know, sometimes um young farmers club and, you know, the year and then at break break duties. You know, there's, there are year threes in the school and they're already younger than that as well. But um, but, you know, they're, they're just they're just adoring and sweet in in a way that that no one over the age of 10 can ever be you know and um and I'm, i will miss that next year but but that's that's that you know i've done that now so you know that's that's a new chapter yep. but but i think uh, and that you know it is it is easier to sort of love that wide-eyed enthusiasm and that 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 completely um uh what's the word non 
Well, they're just not self-conscious, are they? You know, we, we, we become increasingly self-conscious as we go through schooling and, 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 and that takes quite a long time to dissipate in adult life as well. You know, once you get to about 50, you become quite relaxed about things, I think. But, but you know, in our 30s and 20s, we can be quite tense about, about what other people think about us and stuff for quite a while, can't we, I think? And so, um, I, yeah, love's a huge important part, part, part of the profession. Whether it should be, I don't know. You know, I think, I think in the ideal world, we would perhaps compartmentalise things a bit better than we maybe do. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think we'll carry on being humans. Yeah. You know? I think we'll carry on being humans. And as as a, as a humanist, mm -hmm. I am proud to be a human. And I think those messy feelings, you know, because yeah, we you know those feelings of love for children. They they evolved so that we look after our genetic yeah, yeah, young, yeah. aren't they? You and know, they're, I mean, they're, they're vulnerable, aren't they? They're precious and they're vulnerable because. Yeah. yeah. And we, and so we, we, we love them. So like, yes, the child runs across the hall and they jump into my arms because they're so excited to see Mr. Finch and they want to cuddle because, you know, like, and yes, that touches off all those emotions that are hardwired into me, which are there. So I look after little ones. Yeah. And and we are humans yeah. and, and we have human emotions. Similarly, you know, we get peed off when people are disrespectful for us. And, and, and that's difficult as teachers because we experience disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you, I mean, I, anyway, listen, have you noticed how it's 10 o'clock and how the audience is dropping off? And I've noticed how my daughter, Gemma, who is 18, who finished her A-levels on Monday. I haven't seen her since Monday. Mm. She's been playing hockey. She's in a summer mixed age and mixed gender hockey league summer. And she's been playing that. And she's just come through the front door. And I really need to have a glass of wine with her um, because um, yes. she's, you know, to congratulate her. You do. So, so we do need to finish more or less finish on time. Finish that bottle with um, her. But I just want to say, Ed, that I was a little sceptical of this concept of the seven deadly sins as applied to uh, teaching and, and, and the counter- Whatever it is, love loves counter. We could probably talk about love a bit yeah, more. Yeah, I would say though, but so, it's worked. Well, we need to think a bit, don't we? If we've got seven deadly sins, are there seven cardinal virtues? Yeah. And if so, what are they? But um, anyway, let's finish with a song and then let's say goodnight to yeah, the people. Yeah. Good. I wonder if I should tune it first. What song are we doing? You'll know it. Oh no. You'll be on the chorus, mate. Yeah. I never thought I'd miss you half as much as I do. I never thought I'd feel this way, the way I feel about you. You ready? As soon as I wake up every night, every day, every day, I know it's you I need to take the blues away. It must be love, love, love. It must be love, love, love. Nothing more, nothing less, love is the best. How can it be that we can say so much without words? You and me, Toby. Oh, what a connection. How can we only do six more? 
Bless you and bless me. Bless the bees and the birds. I gotta be near you every night, every day. I couldn't be happy any other way. It must be love, love, love. Sing along, everyone. It must be love, love, love. Nothing more, nothing, nothing less. Love is love the best. Is the best. So it's go. a great song, that, you know? I think Madness song, were, they were really quite fantastic, actually. They wrote some fantastic pop songs. Yeah. Um, that's it. Stories I could tell you, though, 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 Toby, stories I could tell you. Not shall we say... Uh, the nicest. Some of them, people. No, uh, they like the yeah, Friday some... night fight. I imagine some of them. Yeah, but I don't know. I'll tell you some stories that would make your hair stand oh, on end. Right. Um, colleague of mine, colleague of mine's uh, daughter married the guitarist, and uh, I had all the Jen. Had all the Jen. I did. Right. Anyway, okay. not that's not for tonight. Not for tonight. There was. Uh... Yeah. Anyway, so look. Have a wonderful have a great evening. Week. Have a glass of wine with your brilliant daughter, and yeah. um, I will see you same time, same place next week to discuss which um, which sin are we wanting next week. Uh, what do you think? Should we do envy. I think we should save pride up. Envy. Should we do envy. Okay, we'll have we'll, we'll do envy. We'll keep lust for last. <laughs> <laughs> Lust for last. Lust for last. Yes, lust for last. Lust for last. last. Lust for last. Good. Good idea. Um, we know what song we're doing right. that week. Well, look after um, yourself. Take care, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry about my um, accidental swearing earlier on. Sorry about the tech problems earlier on. But it's great to be back. We're going to enjoy the next few weeks. Lucy, you really don't want to call in. You've hit something wrong on the button. You know you don't mean to do that. Take care, everybody. See, speak to you next week. Bye-bye. It's not playing. Oh, it is playing. <laughs> no, I can't get the... Soon as I wake up every night, It's the end day. theme. Nah, nah. Nah, nah. Anyway, we got the news to play, which was good, and the adverts, and the tech update. Always important. Take care. Back next week. Bye. Night-night. Love you all. Bye.